Inside the Podcast. My name is Tyler Bubbles and welcome back to the Day of Pentecost for the week of May 31st, 2020. And I'm excited to have you here. I'm excited to dig in this week's podcast. And I'm excited because happy birthday to the church. The Day of Pentecost is the third major holiday within the church. And you could argue that this is the part of where the church came from. This is the celebration of the beginnings of the church when we were able to receive the Holy Spirit. And so that's an exciting day. It's something that I don't think it's recognized enough. And so happy birthday, church, is kind of a neat and exciting thing to be able to say for this Sunday here right now. I think, though, before we jump into this week's podcast, let's look back on the Twitter question from last week, which was, how are you being transformed and what is your next transformation? And I think that's a really difficult subject. And I think it's one of the things that right now and just with even within our world, I think the moment and the thing that we're all needing to be transformed by is love. I think it's the thing that we always are struggling with as people is how do we better love? How do we better understand people? And how do we better connect with people? be able to share God's love to better understand them like Christ would have wanted us to better understand people. And it's this thing that is really difficult. And within the world is what we've been going through, especially here the last few weeks. But even during this year, 2020, has been a year where we're needing to love people and we're needing to take care of people. It's caused us to force into social distancing The last few weeks has forced us to confront racism again within our country. And I think it's because of lack of understanding, but I think a lot of it comes from a lack of love that we've had for other people. The lack of understanding and spending the time to really understand where they're coming from. And it's a hard lesson to learn. It's a hard thing for us to understand. But if we want to look to the Bible, to the disciples, they had trouble understanding Jesus and the love that he was trying to show them until things had been completed, until the Holy Spirit had been given to them. We have been already blessed with the Holy Spirit. And with that being the case, we need to be able to utilize and understand the power of what the Holy Spirit can do and use that resource to help guide our love, help guide us to better understand our neighbors and help us better understand that there are a lot of things in this life that are going to try tearing us down in multiple different ways. And we need to continue to love even when it's hard. And right now, I think, is one of those times where we're really having a hard time loving. And I just pray that we're all praying and using the Holy Spirit to help guide our steps, to help guide us into these places where we can love, either by social distancing against the virus that's very difficult for us to understand, by loving through not necessarily seeing people by the amount of melanin in their skin, or in lots of other ways. That there are a lot of different things that we struggle to understand about people, and that we are there and trying to love them the best of our abilities. 
it's a hard thing to understand and to get our heads around and just how do we love? How do we be transformed by love? And I think it's one of the things that's when we start understanding that is the moment that our faith really takes a leap forward and starts moving us in new ways. So let's get into this week's text. This week's text gets back into the cycle of having alternative gospels, and they're really, really short, so I'm actually going to read them to you this week. The gospel is out of John chapter 20, verses 19 through 23. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples met were locked for the fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. For you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. This comes from right around the text of Doubting Thomas, which we just had a few weeks ago, or Questioning Thomas, however you want to put that. But I think it's also interesting as we're going through specifically this time right now in 2020 with the whole idea of breathing on people is a hard thing. But I think also with what's been going on in the world, we always have to be remembering that 23rd verse of, if you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. The difficult thing of being able to balance that in a positive way is really difficult. The alternative gospels from the gospel of John chapter 7, verses 37 through 39. On the last day of the festival, the great day, while Jesus was standing there, he cried out, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me, and let the one who believes in me drink. As the scripture has said, out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. Now he said this about the Spirit, which believers in him were to receive. For as of yet there was no Spirit because Jesus had not yet glorified. So, again, one of these texts that's predicting the glorification of Jesus to be able to bring forth the Holy Spirit. The first reading is from Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 21, and this is the text that most of us think of with the Pentecost Sunday where the Holy Spirit comes and speaks among the people, where you have all these different people from all over, and they are speaking in their native languages, but are hearing it in their own language, and that they're understanding that this is now the gift of prophecy, that they can go out and share the good news amongst the people, that they can save people people for God through using their tongue as this tool to be able to share what they know and are receiving from the Holy Spirit. It's the traditional text that we always think about with this. The psalm this week is Psalm 104 verses 24 through 34 and 35b. And this text shows us a little bit more of 
what is the Holy Spirit going to do in this case because it's Sound of Psalms out of the Old Testament, but that how it works with us, that it's going to give us wisdom, that it's going to help us understand that there are times that we're going to be going through stuff. There's time in due season that we will find the fruit that we're looking for, that this brings life to us, this breath of life to us. And that kind of stirs within us. The second reading is from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 3b through 13. And again, this text goes deeper into what are the gifts of the Holy Spirit? What is the Holy Spirit actually doing in us and helping us figure out that there are gifts and abilities that do separate us, but understanding the different, what is a gift of the Spirit and what are some of the different things that it's going to be able to do for us that everything isn't going to be the same person to person because we are all baptized into the body of Christ, that there are different members of the body and that we have different roles, we have been given different abilities to be able to utilize the Holy Spirit that is within us. So before I get into how all of this ties to faith and science, I have to give my shameless plug for Working Preacher. If you haven't checked out Working Preacher, I'd highly recommend it. Between their Sermon Birdway's podcasts, their commentaries, their discussions, since I'm not an ordained minister, I use them on a weekly basis because I get to listen to their Sermon Birdway's podcast having four seminary professors, plus multiple commentaries, plus multiple discussions right there on their site. So if you haven't checked out Working Preacher coming out from Luther Seminary and St. Paul, I'd highly recommend it. Before we really get into the science part of this text, there is one thing I want to pull out, especially out of that Gospel of John text out of the 20th chapter, is when he breathed on them. Again, I kind of pulled out and talked about it briefly that that's hard for us to rationalize right now in 2020. But if you think about this, this is one of the few times that we have that word breathed in our text outside of Genesis, where we are breathed into the breath of life. And so it's this nice kind of bookend that we've been breathed life into, and then we breathe the Holy Spirit into us to give the life direction. If you want to put it that way, that the second breath that we get gives our life direction. And I was thinking about this a lot this week. Before I even get into that, I just want to also state, I know I've kind of always been a little ambiguous on where I'm fully located, but I know right now I, where I have grown up, where I see as home has been just crazy this last week. Between, and I know this will be a little bit of a time capsule for in the future, but Watching Minneapolis burn and watching now Fargo get into this mix and both being places that I've spent significant amount of time, it's hard. And right now when we're looking at these gifts of the Holy Spirit and the fire burning within us, it's been really hard to watch physical fire where I'm watching what I would say there's a passion and direction on what they're trying to do, but I feel like They've lost touch with the spirit and how to do it. 
And that's been hard. And I realize, especially me dating a woman who is of color, that I understand that I do have white privilege, especially being a white male in the country of the United States of America. But I think it's also the point of there are ways, in my opinion, and again, I don't know if this is coming from a privilege point of view, there are places that I can do that without destroying others. Because if I'm to the point of destroying others, I don't think that's love. And so for right now, there, there is a part of me that has a heavy heart as I'm watching places that I know struggle and know that the struggle is going to be hard. And knowing that things that we've been wrestling with before this is very still very much there. I don't think we're through the woods of the difficulties of 2020. But I think it does tie in to a way of what these texts are getting into and how does science tie into it. The thing that I've been thinking about and even almost mentioned last week was if you think of geese right now, I've been seeing geese and seeing their young and I look at their young and they're not ready to be a goose yet. Their feathers aren't prepared. They definitely don't have primary flight feathers. They aren't ready to be a full-fledged goose, but that's right now what they're working on. When we receive the Holy Spirit, it is us beginning to get those flight feathers that we can really move and go to the places where God is calling us to be. But when that happens, we still have to recognize, and the Holy Spirit's role within us is to help us recognize what we are, because we're not all geese. To put it in bird terms, different birds have different roles within the ecosystem. Just taking ducks, for instance, there are your divers that dive, and then there's the ones that scrape the bottom. Their bill is physically different. Instead of diving and getting fish, they're diving and scraping up sediment on the bottom and stirring things up and mixing things up. Very different roles, both very important. Just like birds have multiple different places where they nest. You have ground nesters, you have shrub layer nesters, you have canopy nesters. There's nothing wrong with being any of those types of birds. They all have different roles. And they all serve a very important role. Right now, and I don't typically try getting this specific to this time with these texts, but right now we have to acknowledge and love the different layers of humanity, no matter how difficult that is for us. No matter if it means cutting ourselves down, to get to that level, we have to be able to see the gifts that each of us bring to the table. Understand that some of them are going to be specific to certain people, but it doesn't mean that we can't learn from them. Just like scientists are going to be able to compare and contrast notes across different fields, doesn't mean that any one of those fields is more important than any other. We all need each other to be able to get through whatever we're going through. Just like doctors will meet with different doctors within their field. And that you have your doctor who you go and see, but they have specialists. That ones that specialize in certain things that will meet with the doctor and talk and discuss 
and work through things, just like cancer patients have cancer doctor teams to work through it, that they have bring multiple perspectives to work together on something. That's what this beautiful text, especially out of the Acts reading, is talking about. And that's what we get into in 1 Corinthians and how much we need each other. 1 Corinthians 12 is one of my favorite chapters in Scripture because it talks so much about the body of Christ and how much we need each other, how much we need each other and all of us have different roles and that is perfectly okay because we can't hate the role that we're not. We have to love the role that we have because we have to continue to acknowledge the other parts of the body. It's not that any body part is lesser. It's that they have different roles, different responsibilities that help the body as a whole. The body as a whole cannot do its jobs without every single limb, every single eye, ear, foot, shoulder, finger, arm, elbow. We need all the parts. Brothers and sisters in Christ, this gift that we have been given of the Holy Spirit guides our lives. If we don't recognize the power of that and that we're all part of this, we are really struggling to connect with the Holy Spirit. Just like birds have different roles in an ecosystem, we have different roles within the body. And it's not that any of those body parts are greater than the sum of the body. And that's a lesson right now as I am talking in 2020 that we mightily are struggling with. Brothers and sisters, we can't get to a place where we're judging people based off of their roles, their jobs, and which jobs are essential and which jobs aren't. We can't fall to the position of how much melanin is in your skin and whether I'm going to treat you one way or treat you a different way is because of the amount of melanin in your skin. Because if we look around us, we look to the rest of God's creation. That's not how this works. This is human problems. Nature itself realizes that there's different roles. There's different seasons. There's different things that come and go, but they are all needed. Have we forgotten that? It's an important lesson I distinctly remember learning in high school biology class in ecology was succession. Whereas the how an open field slowly becomes a mature forest and then that will succeed on to moving into the next phase of its life. But this takes time. And it's not that anyone is greater than another. As time moves on, the different roles within the ecosystem change, but they're all needed in order for that change to happen. Brothers and sisters, in order for something like that to happen, we have to have love. Love was poured out so that we can receive this gift that helps guide us in love. And we have to be able to do that. The beautiful thing that I do look at and think about with science is that there isn't a greater or lesser field. They're all needed fields. There's certain ones that I know that I don't, my personal opinion, at times paint things too broadly. But yet, when I need to go there, it's nice having that outline. It's not that it's lesser. 
It's just that that's not the gift that I've been given to work in those scientific fields. And then there's some where I distinctly remember sitting in biology halls as wanting to be an ecologist and being driven nuts by the pre-med students because they were wanting to get super specific. And that's not how my brain worked. That's why they're doctors. That's why they're operating on people. Because I wanted to work with concepts. I wanted to work with understanding a large ecosystem. They wanted to work on the small ecosystem of the human body. Very different, but necessary. Are either of those greater or lesser? No. The doctor who works on the human body is a very important thing and a very personal thing. But the ecologist looks at how that human body works within its ecosystem, how it participates with other bodies, even outside the human body. How does this thing called nature work? Because if we don't have a healthy environment to live in, working within the human body and on yourself is useless because there's no place to be. I know this has gotten a little more venti than I normally get, but I, I feel like right now we have to be able to recognize that as brothers and sisters in Christ right now, we need to love. It's been very difficult for me the last few months when I've watched and listened to misinterpretations of how science works, misinterpretations on whether or not this virus is taken care of, And now I'm watching love be thrown out the window as well. Brothers and sisters, we have to love. And sometimes love is hard. Sometimes love doesn't make sense to us, but because maybe we're a different body part than what needs love right now. Sometimes the process of getting to who we are supposed to be is a difficult one, and we don't understand why we're going through it until we've gotten to its destination. Look at the First Corinthians reading if you're needing help with that. That we have different skills, different abilities, different things that we have in us to give. And that's an important thing to understand what the gift that God has given you, the voice, whatever the gift is, and how to use that spiritual gift that you've been given. The gift that, oh, that we all have been given is a gift of love that was not deserved. Right now, brothers and sisters, we need to use that gift of love. And in the future, I know we're going to need to use that gift of love to people who don't deserve it at the moment. We need to give the gift of love of forgiveness. We need to give the gift of love to support those who aren't being heard. We need to use the gift of love to make sure that we are trying to level the playing field. Even if that means cutting yourself down to get to their level, not necessarily just pushing them up to yours. Because these constructs of levels is of human construction. Because God sees us all on a level playing field. God understands the ability of what we can do when we come together and work hard. A great example of this was this last week, watching NASA and SpaceX come together to put people back into space when the United States has shut down making rockets since 2011. Here we have a private company deciding to do it and working together. 
And I know it seems like such a small thing in the scheme of everything that's going on, but yet it's a huge accomplishment of what we can do when we work together. Brothers and sisters, if we are the body of Christ, we have to recognize that we are a body and that we have to work together. Realizing that there are going to be times when we make mistakes. Realizing that there are times that we don't hear people as well as we should hear. But that doesn't mean that we need to then fully ridicule others. It means that we need to be able to sit at the table and make sure that we both are being heard and not give preferential treatment to one or the other. We have to love, and loving is hard. But the spirit that we have been given pushes us, challenges us, moves us toward that destination. We have been given the gift of the Holy Spirit, so we have our feathers to fly. We've been nurtured and grown in the Spirit. Now we need to figure out who we are, what our role is, and how do we impact the most amount of people in love, not in anger, in love, not in destruction, in love, not in fear. Loving is hard work. It takes a lot of work to maintain. Look at any successful marriage and that's one of the things that will come out. But are we as the body up for that challenge? Yes, because we've been given the gift of the Holy Spirit. We've been given the gift of working together as the body of Christ to do Christ's work in the world. And we've had the person who's defeated death on our side. So we have the time to listen. We have the time to work together. We have the time to work toward compromise. We have the time to understand what specialists are saying. We have the time to love one another. So the Twitter question this week will be, how have you loved others this week? Because this week, especially with everything that is going on, we need to love each other. We've been given this gift of the Holy Spirit out of love. Now it's time for us to make sure that we are using it. There's a lot of people right now who are needing love that aren't feeling like they're being heard. And it's not just one color person. It's all people are having trouble feeling loved and heard at this time. And it's a time where we need to, as a global community, continue to come together. 2020 has been a difficult year. But realize that we're all in this together and we all need to love to be able to get through this. Brothers and sisters, this time may be hard, but together we can come through as a stronger group of people who love one another, who understand one another, who listen to one another, and who are better people in Christ coming together as the body of Christ than we were coming into this 2020 year. But we have to understand in that what we are being called to do by the Holy Spirit. Are you a diving duck? Are you a shoveling duck? Or are you a canopy nester? Or do you nest in the shrubbery? Or do you nest on the ground? Let's work together to help each other understand that. And that means we need to talk means we need to listen. It means we need to have respect for different parts of the body. Because we are all one body. 
with no parts greater than each other. And in order for us to do that, we have to listen to the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. So, we'll wrap this up as we always do. I pray God blesses you through your faith and amazes you through science.